Do you live in the middle of nowhere and feel separated from the church? Yeah, that's me. Or do you think the church is out of touch? Absolutely. Then this podcast is for you. Coming to you from the Diocese of Sioux City. What? Where the hell is Sioux City? Welcome to Outcast Catholic with your hosts, Father Sheen Demon and Father Travis Crotty. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this edition of Outcast Catholic. I am Father Shane Demon, and I am Father Travis Crowdy. Hello. Okay, soothing voice, well, Father Travis here. I'm just going in. <laughs> is this Delilah's hits late at night on the radio, or what is this? Yeah, if anybody's listening at 2 a.m. right now, we got all the answers to all your all your questions here at Outcast Catholic. Soft rock and light hits coming to you all night long. Not so much. Welcome one and all. Welcome one and all. It's great to be with you again, Father. Likewise. What's yeah. new these days? Oh, you know, I <laughs> I was hanging out with the retired priest in town. Okay. And sometimes I go over there after uh, the Saturday night mass, hang out, get a pizza or something. Mm-hmm. And he said these gals from a, a town from his former uh, assignment were, were, were coming over just like these few gals. Okay. And it was just, <laughs> wow, what a, what a night. They're all over 80 years old. Oh. And then they had the... The brand new baby priest okay. to ask all the questions. Wow. That's great. They did. They did uh, call my my town that I'm assigned to Lee Mars, and they are only like 20 minutes away where they live. So I kind of like that now. I might start calling it Lee Mars as well. Good have you ever heard anybody call it that before? I have not. Are they Lee trying Mars. to mock you? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Okay, <laughs> it's 80 year old women. I didn't know we had that big accent differential in a 20 mile. I radius. guess. Did you do you know where the name Lamars comes from? I do not. Enlighten oh, this us. is great. Yeah. So it's not a real word. It's not a French word. In fact, it's not Lamar. No, it's not. <laughs> I wish it was. Uh, I guess that the founding pioneer families, the the wives of all of the gentlemen who own land. Uh, they just took the the first letter of their first names and made up a word from it. Really? Made up word? Lamar's. Well, it's nice to honor your spouse, isn't it? And Lee Mars. Yeah, that's and nice. Lee Mars. Yeah. Good, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. What's been going with on that? with you? Well, you know, one of the things I've noticed, I don't watch a lot of television. I'm sure you don't either. There's not no. always a lot of time. And uh, But when I do catch a glimpse of television, one of the things that's coming out is these new commercials for um, 5G cell phones, you know. Wow, yeah. Uh, new cell technology based on the 5G network. Fifth mm. generation of uh, telecommunications cellular, ne- cellular networks mm. with pretty big broadband capabilities. Right. Have you been noticing some of these things? I have seen, yes, I've heard some. I've heard some weird uh, conspiracist theories about 5G networks too. But well, yes. We don't need to dig into that. Right. So there are, there are people out there who are concerned about the higher radio frequency waves that the 5G network uses, right? There are people concerned about the health risk of living within the an, the antenna radius oh, yeah. of the of the frequencies that are oh. being emitted. I'm not getting into that. Oh I, yeah, don't get I into am that. not a scientist. You are not a scientist. Nope. We are not, ladies and gentlemen. We are not publicly weighing in on whether or not 5G is a medical, you know, good thing. Oh. All right, you know, but we're not getting into that here, folks. But as 5G is coming out, and then like brand new iPhones are just always rolling out. I, I right. feel like I just saw somebody get an iPhone 11 Plus, and then all of a sudden 12. Yeah, 12 is out oh, plus the 12 Mini. 12 Mini, and, uh, which I love. That. I love that. It's like my iPhone's too giant, so I need to get a mini one, which is just the same size as the the formerly large ones that are now too small. Right? Sure. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, that's going to cramp your hand. You can't hold something that big all day long. <laughs> Scrolling TikTok on a big thing. Can't, can't do, do that. that. Yeah. Can't do that. Well, um, 
if I'm not mistaken, you know, uh, cell phones themselves or any device has to be upgraded in order to communicate on the 5G network. Sure. So old devices are not going to work from what I understand. Right. If there are telecommunication specialists out there who want to correct us, please write into the show. because <laughs> right, we're not those. Right, we are not. But it, from, from the uh, layman's perspective, what I do know, people do have to upgrade their, their, their cell phones or other devices, and that's available now. Sure. There's all these kind of new commercials about go out and get your, your 5G-rated cell phone. Sure. Right? One of the things that's you know, so impressive about this, I don't have a 5G cell, uh, cell phone yet, Um I haven't decided if I'm going to go down that path. I would imagine most of the world will eventually just be there. Yeah, right. And it might just, you know, force us to kind of follow along. But anyways, one of the things that is really uh, startling about this new 5G network is how fast is it's, it's rated to be. Mm. The connectivity, the uh, download capabilities mm. of the speeds in which uh, they're predicting in the coming years, one will be able to eventually have 10 gigabits per second of downloading speed. I don't I guess that's fast. I don't exactly know what that translates <laughs> into, but it sounds really fast. And the commercials themselves kind of lend one to believe that your download capabilities and your connectivity capabilities are going to be just like lightning like speed. Instant is what right. it's going to feel like. Wow. And the reason I want to talk about that today, Father Travis, is um, the Lord doesn't work like that, you know, does mm. he? Um you know, as technology is consistently increasing in its productivity and its efficiency, that doesn't necessarily leave a lot of room to expect things to also operate according to the Lord's time and in the Lord's ways. Um, We live in a world that is just telling us faster is better. Mm. Is it? (laughs) I mean, I I understand, I understand if, if like you're a pizza delivery boy and you're trying to find some house and, you know, you need, you know, faster internet capabilities to try and find this address through, through your, you know, cell phone app. Okay, fine. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. I understand that, you know, in the, if you're a, if you say you're a paramedic and you're out on a call responding to a, a particular medical crisis, it'd be nice sure. to be able to download some medical information, maybe even the patient's uh, medical records through right. a cell phone with incredibly speed download capabilities. Right. I understand there could be some benefits. But does that also just consistently under the surface breed greater and greater impatience with yeah. us? Well, you'd assume that the faster we could get things done and the more efficient we would be, then we would just be so much more calm because all of our things would just be done. And we have all this extra time. We'd have all this extra time. That's right. absolutely not what happens. No, right? we just fill it up. Oh, and it's just, the anxiety just compounds and compounds and compounds. Right. And you're more, because you can do more stuff, you're just more anxious and more uh, excited to do something else. And I, I know for myself, and when I, when I ask people about this, they respond in kind that when you spend like an hour scrolling on social media, whoever cares how fast it is, right? Or watching YouTube video after YouTube video after YouTube video. And now things, they, they hook you. They just start one after another, right? Netflix sure. shows and stuff. Sure. It's so fast and so ready and they download instantly, right? Sure. Streaming everything now. Uh, you're, you're not very rested after that. No. You're usually just a little bit more strung out. But that just clearly goes to show that it's not like that's going to create space for patience. No. Right. And then when you, because we live in such a high high-paced uh, experience with technology. I mean, we experience it now. 
when you, when something takes one second longer to download, you're furious. You're right. going to throw the thing across the room. Right. Uh, and how how could we have the capacity for patience in any other place in our life if we can't even wait <laughs> two or three extra seconds for something to download? Right? right. Well, and I hear it with teenagers all the time. You know, like. My cell phone's not connecting to the Wi-Fi. Turn off your VPN. Okay, I'll turn off my VPN. Okay, now it's connected, you know. <laughs> yeah, and this everybody's was like, like frantic, right? You know, okay, well, that was like a three-second little ordeal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but somehow we survived right. by the grace of God. This impatience, I, I think, you know, has the potential just to become disastrous for people's interior life. Mm-hmm. Not only are, is there going to be increased anxiety as we just demand things to be so, so immediate. Right. But we're going to lose the capacity just to kind of be recollected in the present moment yeah, and just enjoy the present for what it is. But I think we're also going to get terribly impatient with the Lord. You right. know, why isn't he answering my prayers? Didn't he hear me five seconds ago when I demanded this right. of him? <laughs> I think people, I mean, myself included, are already at that point. I mean, mm. things are already so immediate and so fast and we want things right away. And especially in this season of DoorDash and Uber Eats and stuff like that, you can mm-hmm. get anything you want so quickly. Right. Um, that I find that with myself. When you talk to people who talk about prayer, I ask the Lord for something. Why is it happening? Mm-hmm. I, I have this desire for conversion. Why is it happening sooner? Mm-hmm. I'm struggling to overcome this serious sin. Why am I not overcoming it right away? Mm-hmm. Right? Why can't I just, I don't have an instant download on conversion in my, in my heart. Right. Why is that? Right. Um, the other thing too that I've noticed just recently with RCIA class, Hebrew scriptures, especially these ancient, ancient texts, people want to know them immediately. Just explain that. Explain that for me. Mm-hmm. Why, exp- explain Genesis. Why can't that just be explained? Right. I, I need an answer right away. It's like God revealed himself for centuries and centuries and centuries to his people. Right. And we want answers from him right away. Answers from the scriptures that was developed over centuries right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I think the question that becomes really imperative for us, and I'd like to challenge myself and all of our listeners is, are we waiting? Are we really willing and, and ready to wait on the Lord? Mm. You know, in these in these final days of Advent here, we've been walking through a season, walking and journeying with ancient Israel as they were waiting centuries for the arrival of the Messiah. Right. I mean, we're talking centuries here. How many faithful Israelites would tell their children and their grandchildren, "The Messiah will come. The Messiah will come." the Redeemer of Israel will come. And then they would, they perhaps had a, a strong intuition like, maybe not in my lifetime, right? but I will keep the flame of faith alive in my family. I will not let their hope diminish. I will make sure that we stand ready and willing to serve whenever he comes, even if that's still centuries down the right. line. Yeah, I, I think we have lost so much appreciation for that. But then I think we also have to... Um, Look at patience from God's perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as Scripture says, you know, one day in God's eyes is like a thousand years, and a thousand mm-hmm. years are like one day. But also, if you look at Saint Second Peter, uh, that New Testament passage points out so clearly that the Lord's patience is actually for our benefit. Right. You know, He gives us time to grow. He gives us time to convert. Right. He gives us time to move and shed the old self. In the words of Saint Paul to take on the new man, to become the new person uh, ordered towards Christ in his grace and mercy, to enter into that. Um, thank God we have such a patient Lord who gives us time for conversion. Right. Yeah. Um, 
And when we constantly, you know, ask him for things, I want, I want, I want, I want, genie in the bottle, give me what I want. Yeah. Do we remember the fact that, okay, in a loving, uh, providential way, the Lord is going to provide for our needs. He's going to do so in his way that's probably going to astound us. It's going to fulfill us, and it's going to be in a way that we probably didn't really expect. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes these things come together, and you just step back, and you're like, whoa, you've been preparing that forever, Lord, right. and I didn't even see that coming. <laughs> mm. And we have to step back and give mm. the Holy Spirit the room to do that. You know, um, maybe there's a college freshman out there who's like, you know, when am I going to meet my future spouse? Everyone else is dating, and I'm so alone. Right. Well, maybe the Lord is working on your future spouse right now, helping them overcome certain sins, helping them mature, so that they are actually ready and capable of entering into a gift of self, a loving relationship with you. Right. You this know? whole Yeah, this whole conversation is making me think about that distinction of the two Greek words, chronos and kairos. Mm-hmm. Chronos is just chronological time, look on our watch, that we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. We want to fill the, the, the minutes in the day as much as possible with our 5G network. That's mm-hmm. the whole point. Mm-hmm. But then kairos, the Lord's time, coming from the word Kyrios, meaning Lord, right? That's this providential time we're talking of. It's it's bringing me back to the incredible opportunity I had to do a 30-day Ignatian retreat. Big, long time of Kronos, 30 right. days. Lots when of time. And when you're starting off, it's like there's nothing to fill the time with, right? There's, I mean, there's nothing. You, you have your Bible and a journal and you're praying holy hours. But if you've had a rough day of a retreat, and then you know all you have is more retreat, especially a month. It's, <laughs> sure. it's intimidating. But what was, what was great to see, when, when you make the gift of chronos and just like chronological time of the day to God, it's, it's, it's really actually incredible how he unfolds his plan for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember like two weeks into this 30-day retreat, realizing at one point, oh, Lord, this is what you've been doing over this past week. And now a retreat like that is such a privileged place to sort of be attentive to the Lord. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a great kind of microcosm of our life where if we're patient in, in real time, the Lord wants to reveal himself, but it might not be in our time. It's going to be in his time, but we've actually have to give him our own time and some right. capacity to experience his providence. Yeah. Right. Because his providence is going to unfold in a way that, you know, all syncs up with the things that he needs to kind of converge with. Right. And that, that might be well beyond our comprehension. Mm-hmm. Um, so we live in this 5G network period now. We're entering into this time and space where everything is going to be judged on 5G network. Mm-hmm. And for banking, for medicine, you know, I'm sure for countless different fields, that might be really, really beneficial. Right. And if that helps to advance the world, okay, so be it. That's probably out of our control as technology keeps advancing. But God does not work on a 5G network, okay? And we have to remember that. And if you're going to go into a a spiritual state, if you're going to enter into prayer, if you're going to really get serious about pursuing holiness in your relationship with the Lord, don't go into this with this false expectation that God works according to our human standards. Mm -hmm. You know, if that's the expectation that you're going to be going into, well, then you're going to be sorely disappointed and all of a sudden, well, you know, God sucks, Mm -hmm. you know, because he doesn't answer my prayers in my time with immediate download capabilities. Right. You know? And if anybody, I mean, if anybody's outcast, it's really all of us right now feeling outcast from our interior life because of how stretched our time is, right? Mm -hmm. We feel so, 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 so busy. Mm -hmm. Um, But we, we, 
pretty much have to do the same amount of work <laughs> that other people have had. But and you look at the ancients, they're writing huge books with, with pens, like with mm-hmm. quills and stuff. And it's like, clearly they've been busier than we have and they got more done and had more time to rest. And yet we're just frantically running around. Um, so, I mean, feeling outcast from the, the capacity of an interior life that's so consistent mm-hmm. with people who are seeking a spiritual life and relationship with God or who are just trying to live in relationship with others. Mm-hmm. Um, the lack, the, yeah, the lack of capacity right now for all of us to have depth in, in such a fleeting experience of, of moving through time is yeah, all over the place. Right. And constantly just downloading things, downloading things, downloading things. Look up, look up, check out this, get this quote that doesn't actually produce lasting wisdom or knowledge. Mm-hmm. It gives us lots of facts kind of for immediacy, mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily give you a holistic comprehension of truth that you can recall up, you know, within your own 5G network of your brain, right? Right. Uh, these things aren't necessarily being memorized. It's just immediate download capabilities for entertainment or kind of the next curiosity fad. Right. So uh, as we as we conclude these days of Advent, as we look forward to the coming of the Messiah, let's place ourselves just spiritually and mentally in his time. Yeah. Uh, let's recall the fact that we, are, we have always been and always will be on his time and not our time. And the immediacy that we're constantly seeking in our life that um, that isn't necessarily how the Lord is going to to mold us, to shape us, to chisel us into the saints that we're called to be. Nor is it going to ever put pressure and anxiety on God. You know, yeah. He doesn't feel anxious about time. He's never in a hurry. He never misses a deadline. Mm. <laughs> you know, so if you're if you're just wondering, like, well, God, answer me, God, answer me. Don't you know I have these deadlines? Well, of course He does. Uh, and there, there's things in his life, in his divine life, that he's far more interested in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's let's remember that as this sense of immediacy consistently just kind of overtakes our culture and to just live in the present moment with the Lord at our side. Yeah. And as we look forward to Christmas, too, I'm thinking of the just the image of Bethlehem. It, Jesus could have come into the midst of Jerusalem right away as a child, but no, he chose to go to this little out-of-the-way place quiet in silence in his own time you just think of mary and joseph with the christ child as we look forward to christmas coming up they had nothing but time with him mm-hmm. and those in those years of growth in nazareth that was all the lord's time mm-hmm. um certainly, patient, the, certainly the young years the yeah, toddler years in egypt patient waiting time to develop his interior life with the father through his humanity so that he could enter the craziness of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, we're kind of doing it backwards. <laughs> we're living in the craziness. We might need to retreat to Bethlehem mm-hmm. in, that quiet, in that quiet stillness mm-hmm. um, of Christmas as we look forward to that soon. So as we reflect on these themes of Advent, let's, let's beg the Lord for an increased des- uh, desire for patience in our own lives. Mm-hmm. Let's also enter into a spirit of gratitude for patience on his part. Uh, patience that allows us time to consistently convert our lives back to his standard of love and patience that the world really can seek his mercy and his communion until ultimately the fulfillment of time when he returns in glory. Right. So on a 5G network note, let's grab some patience. Yeah, absolutely. And let's just find the peace with the Lord that he alone can provide. A. Amen. Father Travis, it's always great being with you today. Great time. Thanks for joining in, everybody. We look forward to uh, touching base with you soon and know of our prayers. See ya. Thanks for tuning in. 
Send your questions and comments to outcastcatholic at gmail.com. Catch you next time, and God bless.